the heck and gosh darn heck is up everybody welcome to a brand new episode of toast or whatever my name is nathan workman aka drangly rangus do i know what that means <laughs> yes i do am i gonna change this name absolutely <laughs> this week i'm joined by um, a panel of experts including the goodest boy the most beautiful eyes i've ever seen shane how you doing my friend oh i'm doing great how you doing nathan i'm doing good thanks for asking me and my favorite reoccurring bit in our podcast <laughs> caleb how are you my, my guy <laughs> oh good what's up yeah and then craig craig's you know I, i'm starting to care less about craig yeah. caleb caleb said something funny the other day that made me laugh so i was like oh he's moving up in my books a little bit <laughs> i nice. have value now he has value now uh how you doing caleb I'm good. Just uh, been binge watching a bunch of DC animated movies today. Have you seen Flashpoint Paradox? That it's so is good. the first one of the series of for the new 52. That was like the closing off of the old Justice League. And then there's a bunch of new ones that I've been watching. So good. Nice. Are so you watching? The, is, are you watching the ones where like Superman's a bad guy and all that crap? Um there, there there's a bunch of different storylines. It's hard to explain. A lot of it focuses around Batman, but there's like the, it's weird. I, I can explain it. It can be one of my topics if you want, but it's good. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm glad you said Batman because what is what would your guys's elevator pitch on Batman be? Like, what do you think of him? Is he cool? Does he suck? Shane? Um, stupid rich guy learns Kung Fu, thinks he's better than everyone else. That's the <laughs> that's my pitch for Batman. Stupid. Probably should have bad guys just have to shoot him in his stupid face. Okay. You know, and do, yeah. do you like do you like Batman or no? Oh, clearly. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not really a fan. Not really a fan of Batman. I like him. I I hate Superman. Superman, I just hate. Batman, I think is okay. Um, mm -hmm. It depends on what, um, which Batman we're talking about. Right. Like Christian Bale Batman was pretty cool. I actually liked him. Yeah, um, George Clooney nipple Batman. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> I think Batman. That's he's just one of those characters where he can either be super cool or he can just be so like shark repellent from the bat belt prepared for everything. And it's just stupid and annoying. Yeah. What's I your like, elevator pitch? Okay. I, my elevator pitch would be exactly what they did in uh, the dark Knight animated series. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, no, um, I have not. He's a little bit older, like old Batman basically. Okay. Um, but he, he's cool. And Batman beyond, um, that would be my elevator. Like, screw current batman let's get back to 2099 batman or whatever it is right i thought i because i was thinking about batman uh during the week and i thought of like what would actually make a good batman movie you ready yeah and, and this is 100 percent my idea uh we go la noir a little bit you know we change from high tech to just give them a muscle car we we hire an actor like um who knows like a robert patterson maybe um and we call it just the batman sounds is that the new one that's coming out yeah, yeah it sounds that's horrible. Horrible. <laughs> sounds, i hope they don't ever make that it sounds really bad <laughs> yeah uh r.i.p are they going loa noir DC. style with it what are they going loa no la noir style with it i think they're going more of like a detective feel rather than a high action movie that could be interesting could be but if they just did what the animated movies do, they'd be fine. 
Yeah, see, DC has awesome animation, or the their animated properties are like next level. Oh, good. But so then good. their their live action is just completely. Um, my man, my man is completely <laughs> um, under Marvel's shadow. Like, I don't know. I feel like if you ask kids these days, like, "Hey, do you like DC?" and you're like, "That's not a Spider Man," you know, it, it's all about it's all about <laughs> Marvel. It's all about Marvel. Shane, tell Nathan about the new Marvel <laughs> characters that they just oh, came out gosh. with. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh, no. What, like comic uh, books? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so cringe. It's so cringe. Um, <laughs> so Marvel has uh, a couple new characters. We got uh, Safe Space and Snowflake. They tried to be ironic, um, but it's, it's just not actually really their name, stupid. Oh, it's it, 100% it, their names. Do you want me to read you yeah. their bios, read, Nathan? Read the bio, read the bio of the one with the backpack. Read that okay. bio. Okay. So first, Trailblazer. Okay, also, also, yeah. Trailblazer looks really frumpy and has like a backpack because they're like superheroes don't have to be attractive. I gotta Google these pictures as you're talking. Yeah, she yeah, looks like it. if Dora the Explorer didn't work out and was an adult. <laughs> so, <laughs> a regular kid scooped up into the world of teenage superheroing. Oh her my ma- god! <laughs> <laughs> Nathan just saw the picture. <laughs> Her magic backpack is actually a pocket dimension with seemingly infinite space from which she can pull out useful or random objects. It's not always under her control. She claims to get her power from God, but not the God you're thinking of. <laughs> it's so cringe. It's like, listen she to get this. her power from God, but, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But, but not the God you're thinking of. You know, it's Nathan, not that one. <laughs> Nathan, listen to this one. This one's my favorite. So the superhero's name is Screen Time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that is that the green guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the it. first line is a meme-obsessed super teen whose brain become connected to the internet after becoming exposed to his grandfather's experimental internet gas. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, For those of you that don't study tech, uh, in, the internet is run off of gas. Um, <laughs> the internet is a, is a gaseous. Um, it's in a gaseous state. Bunch of zeros and ones. That's oh, why yeah. my gas bill is so high. I'm on the internet all the time. So oh, this yeah. this pink guy is that safe space? That's yeah. safe space. Is that a guy or a girl? I'm not trying it's to a be guy. Rude. It's a guy. Hey. Yeah. What the I other one? This picture right now, and he doesn't have a crotch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're taking away from all this. Well, you got to do the you got to do the Goku tap. Yeah, Balma, where's your balls? <laughs> God, I'll, I'm just looking at initial reactions to all this. That's hilarious. Oh it's just, then, it's so crazy. I hate, I hate the design, but what could be a cool character is B negative, um, which is Morbius's. Um, oh, sorry, they were exposed to Morbius's blood as a child. Even the art on these, like, they don't look like good comic no. book art. No, it, how you get like looked- that, like the thick black outline and all the cool, like coloring and stuff it feels like yeah somebody was designing a mcdonald's cartoon and they're Gosh. just like eh. man i don't know how long this has been out for but i'm just looking at the reactions marvel this is mockery not diversity is this the end of marvel comics being good um cringe level uh 9,999,999 like this is so, I, I, so just, bad first reaction here is obviously very cringy yeah um the what i just noticed is none of these heroes are white unless you count be negative but the they are a vampire exists. but it's a vampire so it's uh. the only one that caleb liked hmm. <laughs> Does it have i'm trying to look i'm trying to look for the name but i can't see it, it just keeps saying be negative it's just oh my gosh it's like come on marvel yeah yeah well anyways 
like I said before, this is Toast or whatever. Each and every week, we're going to get together and talk about whatever we want to talk about. We whatever we heck and want to talk about. Whatever we gosh darn heck and want to talk about. And this week, we are going to start with a Mr. Caleb Workman. Please keep, I it, always under 20, start. Please keep it under like 23 minutes. I, think I was going to say, we're going to be on this for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, my topic is... Um, passions but specifically i want to talk about this podcast and a lot of the stuff that we're doing okay. um more so on the end of like how do you guys keep your drive how do you keep going what what encourages you to um come up with something new or be the next best thing or want to be the next best thing i guess food so, food <laughs> nathan's passion food do it for those calories food I do it. For, I do it for the gram, the cookie gram, <laughs> <laughs> the graham cracker. Okay, next topic. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that's a great. It's a great topic. Um, like obviously, you do the things that you're passionate about and that you love because you enjoy them, and they're not really work. Like doing a podcast, talking with two of my favorite people in the world is like. It's not like, oh man, I gotta go do this podcast. It's like I love this. Right. So the drive to stay motivated is like, well, this is just a fun thing to do. It's like enjoyable. And the yeah. same thing eventually happened with like making video. Like at first I was like, I freaking hate editing. And then eventually I fell in love with the whole making video and uh, making content thing. It just becomes something where it's like, this is my hobby. I love it. Right. I think keeping it fun is a big part of it. And when you're like, sure. like Shane said, I'm just going to echo like when you're passionate about something, it's not necessarily work. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm, I remember even when we were making thumbnails for uh, uh, tables and things. Yeah. Shane and myself had more fun making the thumbnails because he's like, you like watching me do Photoshop? I'm like, yeah, this is hilarious. We can literally create anything we want. Okay. <laughs> I won't say we had more fun, but we had equal to. We had a lot of fun. An, an equal amount of fun making the thumbnails. Uh, yeah. Just as much as making the content. Oh, yeah. Um, it's so like memes. Keep, we got to make our own memes, basically. That's right. Yeah. So keeping it fun is uh, definitely a driving factor for me or like why I don't mind doing it. But yeah. um, um, also, like, uh, I think finding happiness in what you do is really important in life. And I know we've talked about, you know, the school system before, the education, uh, nine to five and die. Um, yeah. But like I don't, I don't need to make millions and millions of dollars. If I do one day, that'd be cool. Well, it's a bonus. But you know, if I can do this and what we have planned for the future, um, like specifically, uh, um, and and make a where I can sustain myself, sustain my wife, sustain the family we want to start eventually, then that's that's a bigger success to me than um, you know hitting the lottery and just being safe forever. I don't know. I think. I think like you, it's like I would be way happier making, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a year doing something I passionately love than making fifty grand, sixty grand doing something I absolutely hate. Right. Yeah. What about, How about you, you Caleb? Caleb? Um, that's a good question. I, I've always find it super hard to keep my passion intact. I always find like my passions are fueled by curiosity more than actually doing it sometimes um like writing for instance i love the idea of like writing a book one day or like doing something along those lines like a movie script or something like that 
but it's always I find it sometimes so hard to like once I'm actually sitting down to follow through with it and I don't know if it's just because it's like long form where writing a book would take like months if not years to complete whereas like something like a podcast it's like you can get it done in a day a few hours of that day right so I think for me it's just trying to find that motivation to stay passionate about whatever it is I want to accomplish right Uh, so I think more or less I've been struggling with it more than not for the things that I want to eventually accomplish so I, I guess just like trying to find that that motivation or that medium or something that keep keep me grounded or even um accountable to a certain point to just be able to follow through with the things that I know I want to do um specifically writing a book like that's one thing that I've wanted to do since I was like four years old and I've sat down and tried and I've had ideas and things have come and gone and I think the longest I ever worked on a single piece of literature was probably three or four months and even then like when you when you go back and you read it and you look at it 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 feels like you barely did anything um so it can be discouraging and like hard to keep yourself focused or motivated Mm -hmm. on one thing for so long um but like everything even like when i was in school i had a hard time staying passionate about the things that i was going to school for um so for me i think the biggest obstacle right now is just trying to find that that thing to keep me grounded in whatever it is that I want to do. Right. Yeah. So like, you're more like, look at the future and this is where I want to be. Right. Like you're yeah. more motivated by that. Caleb, yeah, like, I promise you, if you ever write a book, I will learn to read just so I can read it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it's interesting because like, things like this, I love doing. It's so easy. Like we sit down, podcasting in specific we sit down we spend an hour or whatever talking about things it can be a specific topic or it can be about whatever and then even the editing process it only takes so long for the most part but when whenever it's something that takes a lot of time i find it hard and easy to get distracted and stuff Mm -hmm. i'm even trying i'm even trying to think like like what the last thing that was long form that I did that I actually stuck to. Like, it's hard to think of in my head. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, it's, it's weird. So I don't know if to, it's a personal not, thing or, but yeah, yeah not, not to make this like a counseling session for you, but um, <laughs> does, does commitment scare you at all? Or, is, <laughs> or is it more of like, um, I don't want to put forth all that effort. No, uh, commitment doesn't scare me at all. Um, and I'm not scared to put effort towards things. I think it's just like, honestly, like, I don't know if it has to do with laziness or something, but <laughs> some like genuinely, I think I just like, I'll start something, I'll lose motivation. And then once I lose that motivation, it's like, oh, it's not worth my time anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say everything in life. I mean, right. I, I, I've kept jobs for a long times. I've found enjoyment in work that I didn't necessarily want to be in. And uh, I've been able to stick to like certain things. But whenever it comes to my passion specifically, whenever it's something for myself that I want to do, I find that's when it's hardest for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
because I because ha- I'm very good at keeping my commitments to other people, but when I make a commitment to myself, that's when I struggle the most. When it's hardest, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why if if you pursue things like this, I've always found that pursuing it in a solo kind of way can be difficult if you're not a very self driven person. Yeah, and how mm-hmm. that if you start a project with people, it's important, like you said, to be accountable to those people and uh, yeah, to for the days that you don't feel like doing it, just to to be there for that other person, right? Yeah, right. Um, not like this bird and some, but there's been projects before that we've tried and done that uh, can can get difficult for sure. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it like these things that I mean, maybe long term it might hurt someone, but like in the in the now in the in my mindset when i want to start something or do something different by myself it's like i don't have that other person to answer to or that other person that's like on the other end like hey did you get this done or did you do that it's just it's just me and uh, you don't have the accountability right and i don't think i should need it if it's something that i want to do and that's like self-driven and stuff but it's yeah. still it's still that struggle like it's the one thing that i find myself really really struggling with when it like i keep saying like when it comes to my passions and stuff specifically that i want to do for myself like i it, i don't want to my goal to write a book isn't to like sell a thousand million billion trillion copies of it <laughs> and live in the himalaya somewhere in a sweet mansion off a mountain it's to just that self-fulfillment um and to put something down that i can be proud of for myself right yeah um to to pursue the gifts that i know have been given to me in my life and to actually use them for something that's more than just sending a a really nice text to someone (laughs) right Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i think another thing that drives and motivates me is seeing the cool stuff that uh people do right yeah um and not to say like, oh, anybody can make stuff like that. But that just, it really fires me up. Like when I see Shane post a video and it makes me laugh a lot, <laughs> which all of your videos do, Shane. Oh, um, YouTube.com slash Shane Morse Um <laughs> it, it, it motivates me to be like, okay, yeah, I'm excited to get to um, get off my duff right now and do something productive. But unlike, <laughs> it sounds like I'm self-bragging. I'm like, I don't have any problem with self-motivation. I find myself, I'm a very driven person. Like I'll set a goal in my head and one way or another, I'll get to that goal. Right. Um, Because nothing's ever uh, come natural for me. Right. I've had to work uh, for everything I have for the talents and giftings or what, if you will, Um, definitely had to work hard for all that stuff. So yeah, I never never find a motivation to be lacking. That's for sure. Yeah, that's true. And I think that might be something on the opposite end of the spectrum. And I, I'm not bragging or anything because look at where it's got me anyways. But um, I have always had a lot of natural gifts and abilities and talents, the things that I didn't have to work for. Yeah. And and I was noticed like super young and super early with specific things that I had done or was doing. And I think that probably helped me become complacent in um, knowing that I can do all these things or that I'm capable of doing all these things and now i kind of take it for granted and it's like well i'll just get to it when i get to it kind of thing right because that's always in the back of my head it's like well why why am i gonna struggle to write a book right now when i can just you know do it in a few years but in reality it's like what if the idea that i have now is meant for now right um yeah what if five ten twenty years from now that idea has been taken and someone else already 
made their mark in that or did that right so i don't know it's just always a constant mind struggle for me i guess yeah your your talent shadow was cast over me but my physical shadow is always bigger (laughs) 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 cool i'm completely driven by emotion I was going to say, Shane, what, what, what drives you to release like all these videos? A hundred percent emotion. Yeah. So like if I get in the mood to like do things, cause I love making things, I'm like, I'm just going to do so many videos. And it's always like the hardest part is like getting like the first like line out. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I love doing this. Um, and then I'll like record a crap ton of stuff. Right. But yeah. there's days where I'm just like, Hmm, I'm just not feeling it. And it's like, it's I'm completely driven by my emotions, a hundred percent. I know it, and it's like, it's it kind of sucks at times because you're like, oh man, I feel like I'm, you know, passenger seat to like whether like what type of mood I'm in, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, I don't know, it's just weird. It's like, yeah, so, it's crazy because like on one side of my life, I, I'm very much surrounded by a bunch of people or who, and there's nothing wrong with this. This can be a great thing and help people find a lot of the things they're looking for in life. But I'm surrounded by people who are very success driven. And for me, that's never been a thing. It's like, I, I don't care if I have $2 in my bank account for the rest of my life, as long as I'm happy. And as long as I'm making, you know, ends meet, it doesn't really matter to me. And sometimes I wish I had that success driven. Like I wish I wanted money just so I could like, even if it was just the step to the first kick to do something sometimes. Right. Yeah. Cause uh, even Caitlin, she's super, super success driven. And when she, when she sees that goal or that means to get there, she, she jumps at it like crazy. And I'm like, Oh man, I wish I had that drive or that ability to focus on <laughs> one thing and help me through, you know, four years of schooling or eight years yeah. of training, like whatever it is, but she has that. And I wish I had it sometimes just, like I said, I'm the to exact give me that, same as you. Yeah. Yeah. To give me that initial kick in the butt. Yeah. I'm, That's funny. I feel yeah. I feel yeah. A hundred percent on that. Um, two questions. Caleb, have you ever you've seen Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah? Yeah. You remember when Peter's in detention, then he leaves and Hannibal Burris is reading something, and then like five seconds later he's like, Hey, get back here. <laughs> yes that's like you <laughs> um and then the second question i had for shane was um when i was writing music shane in the band oh yeah um, i definitely let and i do this in my life too let emotions drive me because i think you and i are uh, very emotional people 100 uh, percent. we wear our hearts on our sleeves right um so I wear other people's hearts on my sleeves. <laughs> yes, I know. And I'm very <laughs> proud of you for that. So much emotion. <laughs> I just I just meant the people I killed in battle. Yes. <laughs> Emotionally. Emotionally. Um, so like like I used um like even dark places, right? Some dark places, some pain. Oh yeah. Um, joy fueled me. Like I was always I could always use a certain emotion to fuel a creative outlet yeah. for you. Um do dark sp- dark this sounds so like brooding do oh, dark yeah, yeah. spaces or negative emotions um also motivate you to make content? oh 100 100 yeah. and i'll look at like because i look at my content and it's like it feels like it's so random because i can make like i'll make like anything to anything but like i can go back and i can look at different videos and i can tell you what type of place i was in like i'd be like oh this one i was in a really really dark place on this one and yeah. even if it's like uh even if it comes out as like a super satirical like silly video i could be like oh yeah that's that was definitely motivated by a darkness that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) i can tell you one thing yeah so yes 
to answer your question. Yes. The answer is yes. Oh yeah. Did, oh, Sorry, Nathan, my, my my mic was all funky. Uh, Nathan, um, left. Nathan left the chat. He didn't yeah, like yeah. that answer. Yeah, he asked you a I'm question here. and then left. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Love me still. <laughs> I don't care for the answer. I just want the content. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking to hit numbers, guys. Come yeah. <laughs> um, Shane, when you had uh, moved to Vancouver and you were oh, working yeah. out there, I remember one video in particular, um, which was a lot different than all your other videos, was your. Um, your sunrise, the seven day sunrise oh, challenge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was way different than everything else I ever made. And because and it, it moved me in a way because oh, yeah. it, your that vlog, that style, you'd call that a vlog, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a hundred percent a vlog. It brought you through a journey of this is tough for me, but look, yeah. I did it all seven days and something beautiful came out of it. What kind of place yeah. were you in when you made that video? Friggin' depressed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was one of those ones where it was like, it had like a happy go lucky type vibe to it. Right. I was really pushing myself, but like, I was really struggling with a lot of things and I wanted to change my mindset because I wasn't happy with the way, you know, like I moved away from all my friends, from you guys, from like my family. And I'm like in this place where I don't really know anyone and I'm not working a whole lot. And I'm just like, man, life sucks. And I'm in this little tiny apartment. And life kind of sucked and I was feeling really down. I'm like, I got to change something major. I got to do something major to change things. So it's like, screw it. I'm going to watch the sunrise because that's something I've never done. I'm <laughs> awake early enough for that. So I'm like, well, screw it. I'm going to watch it seven days in a row. And uh, yeah, it was, it really honestly was like a journey that I went through in that video, which was really weird because my videos are usually me being a sarcastic jerk right so, uh, <laughs> yeah so it was weird because i was like yeah this is like a this is a raw and truthful thing yeah i me- it just for some reason i remember i texted you after you uploaded it and i finally i watched it and i was like something about this shane it just it moved me in a way and i think i could tell that it was made from a because i did know i did know you were uh you were lonely up there right you were yeah you were in a brave new world and you were by yourself yeah um and because me and you have such a connection, that's um, true. Some would say like a spirit human, spirit, spirit animal kind of yeah. way. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I'm Nathan's spirit animal. He's my spirit human. We even have a spirit food, pizza, meat lovers pizza. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I just, just <laughs> an observation not about you guys, but just in general, it's like I feel like even for me when I would like write lessons for for church and stuff or whatever, if I did write something short or something sporadic, it's always opposite to the emotion that I'm feeling. Like if I'm feeling depressed, I'll write something super joyful. Or if I'm uh, feeling happy. write something depressed? Yeah, if I'm happy, maybe I'll (laughs) write something a little bit more dark, you know? And Uh uh, I feel like it's just like a nature to speak against whatever you're dealing with in life to to fight that to kind of balance yourself out right because if you're in a happy place you're more capable of exploring those dark emotions whereas if you're in like a darker place it's much more hopeful to try and reach out for something happier you know what i mean yeah i think that is more of a caleb thing because oh, maybe. definitely <laughs> some of the darkest crap i've ever made has been when i was in the darkest places like uh also when i was out west um same, yeah. around the same like i had the same emotions but i made if squarespace that squarespace ad was a horror movie instead 
it, yeah. it's, it's a freaking dark video for like a Shane video. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was also that was fueled from like the same emotions as the sunrise video. Same emotions behind it. Two very, very, very different outcomes. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. You're well, just emotionally stable. Unlike me. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll own it. I'm just though. I'm just super mundane. That's my greatest strength and weakness. That's your super. <laughs> that's your superhero name. Super mundane. Yeah. Just no, just mundane. No, mundane. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing wow. super about <laughs> yeah, it. Just mundane. <laughs> Caleb's like uh, recipes to life when he's a grandpa. Uh, grandpa Caleb, I'm 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 really happy. Well, boy, you should get a little sad then. If, if he's <laughs> yeah. really sad, Balance like you, yeah, if if they're really sad, you're like you need a little bit of happiness in your life. I think in the generation, <laughs> and yang and yang. <laughs> the generation that we live in, and with everything that's going on in the world, I think learning to deal with the sad sadness is one of the greatest assets anyone can have in life. <laughs> yeah, but we deal with it in different ways. I know, but like, there's a lot of people who don't deal with it in a healthy way. You know oh, what I mean? For sure, for sure. Yeah, I did. Sorry, I shouldn't say that being happy is a good counter to being sad it's learning how to deal with that sadness in a healthy way in a proper way that's not gonna... process all of your emotions right right yeah because yeah. even if you're too happy and all you do is live for that high and that happiness you're eventually going to be let down and it's going to kill you right yeah if that's all you live for you need to be able to learn to live and deal with all the emotions at any given time yeah it's it's cool Sad, sadness can bring you uh through such a journey in life right i remember um I was dating a girl that I thought was going to be forever. Thank God she wasn't because I have Angie now. But after I took that breakup really hard, right? And I was like, I need something to 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 make me feel different than what I feel like because it was such a yucky feeling, right? Being sad and depressed or whatever. Um, so I started working out a lot more and then losing all that weight and um, gaining muscle and looking good and getting into shape. And then somewhere in that journey along the way, it went from I'm doing fitness to hide pain to I'm doing fitness because it makes me feel good and I love doing it, right? I think it's that's like, everybody yeah, that goes to the gym. Yeah. Has the exact same. Yeah, yeah. You, you, and that's just an example. It could, it could apply this to many more stories in my life, right? But you learn, you learn sadness, you deal with sadness. And then you figure out a way how to conquer sadness, and then some yeah. some good comes out of that. And it's really, yeah, that's really cool. good. That's powerful. Thanks. Good. Hashtag deep. Buy my <laughs> book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb's one goal in life. Nathan's already done. <laughs> yeah. Nathan's like Nathan's like I, I I cracked it out in an afternoon. Yeah, I just did it while we were podcasting. That's yeah. why my mic went out. <laughs> yeah, but also food, though, dude. You ever sad? Just eat some food. Oh my gosh! Oh good, man, good yeah. food heals the heart. Like, uh, yeah. like medicine. Good topic, Caleb. That was really yeah. good. It took Speaking really long. Of... Yeah. Yeah, wow, did Caleb. It? Did it? Yeah. I don't know. Was it? Uh-huh. Speaking of food, um, so my idea was um, going to be we should just like hang out and like talk about topics and eat like spicy food i was thinking chicken wings would be good and then i realized that's an mm. actual show called hot ones so uh that idea doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> so so uh uh i decided for my topic to to play a little game with you guys oh do we, do we need the Shane's... game show host so uh sh- sure Why welcome not? back everybody nate's little ridley's where you quite not that is it that not game that. show okay no it's a different game show okay. uh welcome back everybody to a different game show I'm your host, a different guy. Cool. So uh, the first thing 
Uh, I don't know how if I want to explain the rules first or not. Yeah, okay, here's what I'll do. I'm going to bring this picture into Discord just so you guys can see it, and I'll explain oh, no, what it I looks like. Oh, no, I have to like. exit the screen in I'll chat. I'll explain what it looks like to uh, to our listeners here. Okay. So it's a big circle here. Um, it's called the Famous People Types. Um, it's kind of like the Pokemon types where they have type advantages. They got news okay. media, beats politician, beats... Uh, because, you know, they, they take them down with their news. The politician <laughs> beats intellectuals because they just ignore them. Uh, intellectuals beats, quote unquote, influencers because okay. uh, for obvious reasons, uh, <laughs> quote unquote, influencers beat traditional media stars because uh, it's, you know, they're they're dying. They're a dying breed. <laughs> um, obviously, you know, traditional media stars beat athletes because, come on. Athletes beat just a generic wealthy person who got their money okay. from like business or something who beats normal, like a normal person because they got money and a normal person beats the news media. So what I need hmm. from both of you is to select um, three people, any type of people. Um, what we'll do to decide who goes first is uh, I'll start with Caleb. Whichever one of you guesses the month I was born in first uh, without looking it up gets to choose if they want to pick their team like their first person first or their first person second so caleb what month was i born in guess number one. Oh my gosh may no nathan Damn. february no caleb caleb <laughs> july yes yeah yeah okay wow i was gonna get i was like i'm like i'm gonna start getting depressed here Uh, do you want to choose your first person it can be any person alive or dead um real or even fictional uh and then once you get all your like once we go back and forth and get all of our characters we'll uh i'll explain the rules okay Okay. so So i can pick any pick do you want to pick first or do you want nathan to pick first uh let me pick first bro I'll let Nathan pick first. All right. Nathan. Okay, I'm going to pick um, one of my favorite directors, Taika Waititi. I, okay, I don't know how to spell that, but I'm going to write it down in a way I that I can T-A-I-K-A. remember. T A I K A. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like tad, tatsiki sauce. All right, I, I got it. I, I got it in here. All right, Caleb, who are you picking? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Goku. <laughs> what? All right. That's not fair. <laughs> okay. Goku. All right. Nathan, <laughs> it'll be fair. Don't worry. It'll work. You'll see. Let's go Satan. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'll put him as a politician. <laughs> All righty. Uh, I'll go Anderson Cooper. News media. Yeah. Nathan, your last person. <sighs> Can it be from a video game if I want? Well, I mean, you have Satan and we have Goku already, so <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say video games are uh, off the table. Off the table? No, 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 absolutely you can. Okay, like it won't screw up your... Nah, no, I'll be game. fine. Okay, I'll go Doom Slayer. Doom Slayer. Who's Doom uh, Slayer? What's he from? Uh, Doom. Doom. <laughs> okay. He's the guy who kills everything. What would he be? He'd be uh, maybe an athlete. Athlete, probably, yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. I'm going to go uh, for my last pick, Jake Paul. Jake Paul. <laughs> All right. Okay. Caleb, I already have Satan. You have to take yeah. someone else. All right. So the way that this works um, is basically like Pokemon with real people. Okay. So what I'm going to do is um, you guys will both 
pick your first person to throw into battle um, based on their archetypes. If they get like, um, if they're directly above the person that they're against, they get a 1.5 times advantage. And then you guys also get a chance to tell me, argue why that matchup, you should get an advantage or your opponent should get a disadvantage. Um, okay. Like, obviously, uh, whatever can do whatever. So I get an advantage. Then I'm going to roll a d20 and the winner wins that fight. And then we'll... Uh, we'll okay, that's there. that's fun. I like cool. that. So uh, on the count of three, I want you to both say uh, who you're throwing into battle. It's going to be real confusing, <laughs> but I'm going to hope that it works. Okay. So on three, it's going to be like, as I like right after I say three, you say your thing. I'm not going to say go after or anything like that. Okay. Okay. You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. One, two, three. Satan. Go. Jake Paul. Satan versus <laughs> Jake Paul. Okay. So we got, okay. So there's no type advantage for either of them. All right. Um, so uh, Caleb, we'll start with you. Why should Jake, should Jake Paul get an advantage or should Satan get a disadvantage against uh, Jake Paul for any reason? So I think Jake Paul has the clear advantage here simply because look at his mass following. Not only does he have the ability to um, make great internet content. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but he has the power to influence and corrupt young minds like not even Satan can. Um, okay. if, if you were to ask me honestly... Jake Paul, currently probably my number one candidate for the Antichrist. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, Nathan, your uh, your rebuttal. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm so glad, Caleb. You said what you said. Um, all of your opinions are wrong, though. Um, <laughs> because think of this, Shane. Satan. Satan's the goat, man. Satan probably influences <laughs> influences Jake Paul's mind, and my opponent called Jake Paul maybe the antichrist and i'll tell you shane that satan is the boss of the antichrist i don't know if that's true yeah, i actually <laughs> i'm gonna i'm honest i gotta go satan's got the you know satan's got the advantage on this i don't say jake, this too often in life but satan's got the advantage i mean jake paul corrupts children but satan he can get anyone not yeah, just and children satan, <laughs> satan probably has jake paul so he just gets credit yeah, for jake paul that's done. true so I'm going to uh, roll for advantage with Satan. So I'm going to roll Jake Paul's number here, five. <laughs> and then uh, Satan rolled a 14 and a six. So because he beat them both times, I'm just going to, Jake Paul dies. Dang it. Jake Paul is dead. See ya, boy. So, so you can't even use him. Also, I'm going to allow Jake you Paul. to swap out. If after you guys come in, you can swap out and you can take some damage for swapping out. Disadvantage, okay. rather. So okay. like like Pokemon, you just get disadvantage. Okay. Cool. Count of three. Oh wait. So no, Satan's in here. So uh, Caleb, you're gonna go ahead and send somebody in against Satan. Go with my boy Anderson Cooper. <laughs> All right. Okay. We got Anderson Cooper going in against Satan. All right. Advantage disadvantage time. Nathan. Actually, well, I mean, uh, news media uh, has an upper hand on Satan apparently. Yep. So uh, oh, I think Satan oh, yeah. should be an influencer, not a. Politician. You can't just cheat. <laughs> he's a, no, he's <laughs> Satan's definitely a, he's a, he's a politician, hundred okay. percent. He's a politician. Oh, All right. Yeah. All right. So Caleb's it's because he candidate. Satan's the father of lies, so he has to be a politician, not selfies. <laughs> not selfies. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Nathan, why do you think uh, Satan should have an advantage or disadvantage? 
Well, I'm 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 gonna go for an advantage here, Shane, because um, you know, uh, Satan's old. He's old. Okay. <laughs> he know okay. he knows. He listen. The news when the news media was invented way back when, right? Guess who? Guess who was behind all that evil corruption, right? We look at modern news media today. We see the CNN. We see the CTV. We see <laughs> the the Onion, right? All of these websites <laughs> and and news media people, like I don't even remember Kale's person, Cooper Anderson. Never, guess what? Never heard of his name. Who, who cares, right? You know what I mean? Caleb. So everyone who's anyone knows who Anderson Cooper is. And I would argue that Anderson Cooper has the ability to corrupt minds even further than Satan, because not only is he mainstream media, he has been corrupting and lying on the TV <laughs> for years and years and years, and no one can stop him. Um, Satan has no ability to get in front of someone's head in the masses that Anderson Cooper does. And Satan can maybe affect a few here and there on the daily. But let me tell you, Anderson Cooper, he's in your face in front of millions daily. He can tell you what to think of Satan. If he wants Satan to look good, Satan's good that day. If he wants Satan to look bad, Satan's bad that day. Anderson Cooper, hands down, plus he's got the advantage on are, his type. So are, yeah. are any of you going to swap out your character in this battle nope nathan no because i'd be rolling at two disadvantages right oh, or yeah. he'd be rolling with well, advantage i'm just gonna keep yeah. it well okay uh i'm gonna go ahead and i'm i'm not gonna give advantage to anyone but you do have a 1.5 times multiplier for the t for the type advantage yeah, Come yeah. On, natural 20 okay uh okay so we got anderson cooper's out of 12 and satan's out of three Ah, so <laughs> bye bye, is, Satan. He's he's mortally wounded. R.I.P. My sweet prince. Wounded. All right, Nathan. Who are you sending in, or do you want Satan to try again? Because he's not dead yet. He's just mortally wounded. No, I need to keep him safe. So you gonna pull him out of the fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who are you sending in? Because this person, this person has disadvantage if you send him in. Oh, because he's oh oh no! I'll keep Satan in there. Never mind. All right. I thought, so, I thought it was new round, but still all right. Here we round. go. Sorry, they have two hit points. I should have said that earlier. Oh, okay. Okay. Anderson Cooper hits a twenty-two. No matter what Satan does, unless it's a nat, nat one, Satan explodes. <laughs> no! Explodes, but not only that, because it's a nat one, and all of hell starts to rumble. Does someone and else get a damage start, point? The fires start exploding and it sears Doomslayer's hand. He's now no. wounded. That's okay. Yes. Dead Satan. Go Anderson Cooper. <laughs> Anderson Cooper just decimated Satan. He took his microphone or whatever he uses and he just shoved it right into Satan's eye. And little did <laughs> Satan know, but his eye was where all the pressure built up from his evil, and he imploded. How did you know our dark secrets? <laughs> all right, Nathan, who are you sending in? The Doomslayer. Doom, a wounded Doomslayer <laughs> versus Anderson Cooper. We already know where Anderson Cooper stands. Why should Doomslayer have advantage here? Listen here. 
You think I send in Satan being like, I'm going guns blazing? No, no, no. I'm saving the big guns for right now. The Doomslayer, pretty sure he killed Satan himself. Beat all the all the demons. He was basically the the savior uh, the savior of humanity, right? Hmm. Not only that, but he also defeated a bunch of corrupted uh, heavenly beings. So he's even more powerful wow. than that. And let's you know be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop you right there. Um, Doomslayer is getting advantage because I'm pretty sure Anderson Cooper is one of the uh, demons that he's gonna slay. And let's be honest, if Doomslayer can fight his way through hell and survive, I'm pretty sure Doomslayer can kill uh, all of Anderson Cooper's bodyguards. He, he he pretty much fought his way through CNN. That's fighting through hell. That's right. Um, <laughs> so he's got advantage. He's wounded. Anderson Cooper has full life. So we'll roll Anderson Cooper here. Anderson Cooper got a 15 and Doomslayer got a 5 and a 4. No. Doomslayer no. dies. He's Doomslayer dead? is dead. From the fight, Anderson Cooper is Easy. like, you can have advantage, but <laughs> and he newsed him. He just newsed him right upside the head. It's down to Anderson Cooper told God that Doomslayer was bad. <laughs> he's like, he's bad. <laughs> Doomslayer's like, and God's like, wait, what? <laughs> awesome. God. So Shane, uh, um, sorry, hum, humble host. Yes. Um, because I'm on my last um my last life my last pokemon here can i make a fusion of people to fight anderson <laughs> oh my god to, you know to add on to taika watsuchi it's technically technically not allowed but i'll go ahead and allow it <laughs> okay my my new scenario is taika watsuchi and jeff goldblum now become one Oh, okay. So what's happening is, That's not even fair. is uh, <laughs> they start merging, like you know the like uh, Power Rangers when all the like yes. the different beasts come together and start clicking together. So like their arms are folding back and they're all clicking into place together, and yeah. they create a larger than normal sized human. But it's a complete combination <laughs> of Jeff Goldblum and Taiko Watiti. Thank you. All right. Um, I'm just going to give him advantage for that. That's a bold move. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Okay. We got, let's, let's roll this out here. Ooh, a five for Anderson Cooper. Yes. A, what, a nat 20. You're dead, the, bro. Uh, that's an instant death. That's a, bro. He transformed. That's a, that's a full. He cleaved his head off. He was like, you dare bring God into this. And then uh, Thor comes flying down. And he's like, Korg, what are you doing here? And just as he does that, the Taika Watiti slash Jeff Goldblum thing goes, die, stupid ghost. And he kicks Anderson Cooper <laughs> into, into the uh, black hole that was Satan. He is now dead. <laughs> Anderson Cooper is where he belongs. So we got, we got Goku coming in. And I'll allow Caleb to do any modification things here. You, you know what? Pure of heart, ultra instinct, let's go. That's all I need. Whoa, oh, wow. Okay. He's coming in. He's coming in hot. Counter argument. All right. Goku. What is Goku? Goku, Goku is a seeker it, of strength and justice. I will admit Goku is definitely stronger than Taika Watsuchi and Jeff Goldblum put together. But, <laughs> but Shane, Taika Watsuchi and Jeff Goldblum are so funny and so charming and so friendly and so, so is Goku. Goku's all those things also. Goku would not dare lay a finger on those national treasures because they're so important to humanity. Now, it's different universes. No, this is our universe. 
what was I Interesting. saying? Now, Jeff Goldblum and Taika Waititi will definitely go after Goku. You want to know why, Shane? Why? Be- because they're not... I don't know why. But <laughs> all I know is that I think, I think Goku should have a disadvantage. I'm going against Goku because of the charm that Jeff Goldblum and Taika Waititi have together. Absolute okay. charm. They'll give eye on absolute charm. I've made can my I make, decision. I've made can my I make decision. my argument? I didn't even Quickly. Get to yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Make your argument. Not only is Goku protector of Universe 7, not only did Goku win the tournament of all 12 universes, claim victory, bring life back to all of those universes, in which case, yes, Jeff Goldblum and Taika Waititi did exist, and they were dead, but Goku brought them back. Not only did Go- Goku beat what's his name jiren the destroyer of everything he befriended two of the cutest most innocent and wonderful little god children things to the point where they respected goku more than anything so you're telling me that taika watiti and uh who's your (laughs) jeff goldblum Goldblum. as a transformer would look at goku and be like oh this guy's the worst. No, they would look at this him with the same awe and respect that those two gods did because Goku is charming, funny. He has a great personality and there is no way in hell. <laughs> I don't care how many people you fuse with those two that they could ever beat Goku. Um, two final so here's what happens. Two oh. final comments. JP. Okay. I beg of you. I yeah, beg yeah. of you. Right. Two final right. comments. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Jeff Goldblum, that shirt he wears in Jurassic Park uh, two, or was it one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the second Is that comment, the one he's wearing? and the in okay. yeah, the second comment, uh, directed shade towards Caleb. Uh, Shane hates kids, so he doesn't care about the kids that Goku made friends with. That's actually pretty true. Um, so <laughs> here's here's what's gonna happen. Uh, they become friends and they walk off into the sunset. No, I'm kidding. That's way too anti. That's really stupid. Here's what I'm actually gonna do. So both of them are traditional media stars. And I had Goku as an athlete. But because of the fusing, their combined wealth has put them up to wealthy person. No. So what? I'm, giving, uh... I'm, giving, I'm giving Goku an a advantage for that, like a 1.5 times advantage. Um, but I think Nathan made a good point. They'd be telling jokes and they catch Goku off guard. So there's going to be some advantage there for dice rolling. Goku's always off guard. Is like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. But he's also stupid strong. So I'm going to bump that 1.5 up to a 1.7 advantage. But there's two of the other people in one. So the only way I'm going to do this is I'm going to roll five (laughs) dice. That's it. I fuse Vegeta. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm rolling five dice for the weird hybrid thing Nathan has. Okay. Two dice for Goku, but Goku okay. has massive advantage on both. Okay. <sighs> okay, okay, here we go. Ready. Fate of the world. Well, that's not a good one. For Caleb. Okay. Taika Watiti has a cool mustache right now. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He shaved it. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to tell you what they have to beat. Yeah. So Goku <laughs> rolled a 17 uh, and with a- any multiplication on there, there's no way that uh, that they could beat him. They rolled a three, a two and a seven. 
Um, so Goku, um, he approaches them after Shame. they start attacking him. Nathan, universe, lend me your power. <laughs> yeah, he, he starts charging a, a spirit, a spirit bomb. Shay, Goku is also in that terrible live action movie. That's Goku. That's Goku. Terrible. Oh, they get one more. They get they get one <laughs> chance if they roll a nat 20. If they're like, remember that terrible movie? I'll give you a 19 or a 20. Okay. Three. Ah. <laughs> they explode merely ah. from fear. Um, they start disassembling the Transformers. They're like, we're back to traditional media stars, but it was too late. They had, they had peed themselves scared to death. And then Goku was like, I was just making a big sun. And you look up and there's like a, it's like a big sign that says, I love you anyway. And he didn't mean to kill them, <laughs> but he wasn't going to hit them with a spirit bomb. He just made a big sign up there, but they ended up dying from fright i hear the argument i don't agree with it <laughs> in no world would goku ever um beat jeff goldblum yeah okay <laughs> except everyone so, all right so this has been uh pokemon with real life people um <laughs> i love that that was, that so was good, good, <laughs> just good got job, my, my stupid little uh, circle uh, chart over here did you make that yeah no I, where would i find it i made it Oh, I just I wanted to know like all yeah. of your trumps and advantages make sense. Oh Trump. yeah, no. Oh. oh, Donald Trump comes in, he builds a wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one can fight. <laughs> no one can fight. That was like so that. fun. That, that was, was great. I'm surprised nobody picked uh, the fighter. The year 2020 <laughs> <laughs> Dang has it. advantage on all roles. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless, of course, you played the fighter year 2021. <laughs> Shane, did you, um, were you surprised by some of our selections? There? I was surprised by every single selection. <laughs> not one, not one was I like, oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Especially who, you, when quickly, who would you have thought of? I don't even know. Like, I think <laughs> Goku, I was like, okay, I could see Kayla picking Goku. I'm like, okay. And then I was like, okay, okay, it's making sense. Then it went to Satan, and he I was good. like, "He did good. He did. Oh good. wow, yeah. yeah, for being the devil, he did pretty good." <laughs> Till Anderson yeah. Cooper took him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It went like Satan, then Anderson Cooper. I'm like, okay, things are going off the deep end now. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Well played. I was expecting like a somebody to pick like a, a Hitler or something. Whoa, whoa. We would never do whoa. That. I don't know. I was I just thought you guys would want to see him die. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's yeah. what Jake Paul is. You for. picked you picked <laughs> Satan, but Hitler's too far. <laughs> I thought Jake Paul was too far. Yeah. Shane, Satan's real. real. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just found the episode name. <laughs> Satan is real. No, it's probably going to be like uh, Anderson Cooper versus Jake Paul or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With something a splash of Satan. Yeah, something super clickbaity. Yeah, uh, that was so cool. good. So, Nathan, what's your I hope topic? we play that. I want to play that again soon. You want to play yeah. that again? Soon. Like, these, like two, a... these two game shows that we got going on oh, yeah. every once in a while. Next time, uh, I'll let you guys decide how you uh, how you kill off uh, your opponents. Okay. okay, that sounds fun. That's cool. D&D &D style. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
man, now I just want to play D and D. We should just talk about D and D. We should just play D and D on here. Yeah. Let's, can we change our podcast into a game of D and D? Yeah, just right now. <laughs> yeah, you, well, you guys got four hours. <laughs> no, I'm saying going forward from now on. Oh, oh yeah, whatever. we can do it whenever we want. It's toaster, whatever. D and D's whatever. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, my topic uh, is gonna be super boring now that Shane blessed us with that, but whatever. Um, I was curious on what you guys thought about um, all these like remakes and remasters and like resets uh, of like universes and and IP. Uh, what do you guys think mm-hmm. of them? So like things like, and we'll do this really quick, then we'll get to our user topics. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So what do you guys think about like the new Demon Souls coming out? About like the Resident Evil remakes? About like the DCU resets over and over and over again? I'm curious on what you guys think of that, and whether or not you think um, like especially like remasters of games, right? Like we see it with the Resident Evil games coming out, they're just remastering their old IP. I think it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing. Like it gives people who didn't necessarily get a chance to play the games when they came out a chance. Like Demon Souls is honestly one of my all-time favorite games. Okay. Um, it's right up there with I think pretty close to being tied with Dark Souls 1 for me. Ooh. So above the other two Dark Souls, I That's really crazy. like Demon Souls. Um it was the game that got me into the Soul series. It was harder, it was crazy. I just loved the game. And I felt bad that so many people didn't get to play it because it was a PlayStation 3 exclusive, I think. Okay. Um, and I'm super excited that now anybody that buys the weird aircraft thing that PlayStation made up that they're calling this PlayStation 5, <laughs> uh, they'll get a chance to play. Uh, did did Caleb show you the and cell? It looks sick. The what? The cell meme. Where's the PS5? No. Said. No, it's hilarious. No, that looks amazing. It's super That's awesome. Accurate. Uh, oh, speaking yeah. of Dark Souls, really quick, facebook.com slash toaster whatever. Go give it a like. Um, we have a, <laughs> a user submission from Aiden Morden. He said, talk about how common enemies in Dark Souls 3 can kill you in one hit, but it takes 37 to kill them. And right now, my my suggestion to you, Aiden, is get good. Get good, get good bro. <laughs> get good. Oh, yeah. So that was that was actually plays in a lot to like Demon Souls. I remember like my first experience with the Souls game was going up the set of stairs. And there's all these flailing enemies. Cody and I called them the flailers or the flaily guys. <laughs> and they would just like come at you and they'd just be like, Gah! and they would just never stop. And you'd be like, ah, ah, and they would always kill you. And you'd be like, you stupid jerks. And you'd die repeatedly. And then eventually you get good at the game and you just walk up to them and you're just like, you die, you die. See ya. <laughs> and like, so yeah, get good. Get good. Yeah. Um, I but... think it's good. I, I love the fact that a stupid, like a, a random stupid, any enemy is always deadly in that game. It's cool. You can be threats like, are everywhere. Yeah. You can be like done up to like a super high level and like the best armor and gear in the game. And uh you can still get killed by a random enemy. And I love that. Well yeah. it's it's so true. Demon Souls and Dark Souls and everything that uh I can't hold oh, oh my gosh, why is it Bloodborne? Sekiro? No, the the name of the company. <laughs> Oh, from software. from software. From software. Everything that they're doing broke the mold in so many ways with how yeah. games are played. Because the only one that was really in America that would have kind of enemies that gave you a challenge all around was maybe Devil May Cry. Maybe. And even that was pushing it because they it still had cannon fodder in it. But they yeah. broke the mold in such a way it's like, no, you can literally die no at any minute. They're 
there's no one enemy you will come across that you'll be like, oh, that was easy. You will always struggle. You always you always have to be on your toes. Yeah. And with it, it's with with the exception of those little zombie things that just mourn by trees. That yeah <laughs> yeah. But it it challenged so much of what American gaming had become, where it's like how flashy and nice and cool can we make this. Um, how interactive we can make it, how how much can we put the person in the game and just make them feel powerful. Whereas when you play those games, it's like, no, I am just a mere person in this world trying to survive. And I think that that's translated into a lot of other companies and it's making better, more quality games that well, last longer, not just by stuffing a bunch of meaningless content in it, but actually giving you a challenge and making you work to be able to beat that game. Like a lot of like RPGs and stuff, you could just farm until you could just kill the other enemies and they like yeah. couldn't do anything to you because of a level advantage. And it was like, they're just like, nah, that's not going to be a thing in our game. And I love that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Dark Souls 3 is amazing. Or Dark Souls uh, from software in general. Yeah. Because listen, to, guys, listen to this. I pulled this up because of special occasions. Yes, indeed. It's called Lothric. Would the transitory lands of the Lords of Cinder converge? In venturing <laughs> north, the pilgrims discover the truth of the old words. The fire fades and the lords go out without thrones. When the link of the fire is threatened, the bell tolls. Unearthing the old Lords of Cinder from their graves, yeah. Aldric, saint of the deep. Farron's undead legion, the Abyss Watchers and the reclusive lord of the profaned capital, Yom the Giant. I love that line. <laughs> <laughs> Only in truth, the lords will abandon their thrones, and the unkindled will rise. Nameless, accursed, undead, even, unfit even to be cinder, and so it is that ash seeketh embers. Now, what the heck does that all mean? Nobody. I can't believe you memorized it. Wow. Nobody, nobody <laughs> knows. But that's how dope this game is. Like no one oh, knows yeah. what it means. I mean, that gives me bad. this that gives me the same chills and feels that uh Kate, Kate Blanchett reading the VOs in Lord of the Rings does. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Thanks. Are you comparing nice. me to Kate Blanchett or just these words? The words. Like yeah. the way it's written and how it, <laughs> it goes. And like I could literally picture the Yo. the camera shots from the game as you were reading it like that's how <laughs> iconic it is dude the yorm the giant shot is amazing. yeah it's so good yeah uh, so remakes remasters cool thumbs up caleb yeah uh yeah i agree 100 percent um the only thing i don't always agree with it depends on the circumstance but i hate resets um if it's a crappy ip then yeah go ahead reset it like anything that's bad you can reset but things like devil may cry when they tried their reset it just ruined everything and you know yeah. resets can suck for sure um, like imagine they just they were just like let's reset the marvel universe in the cinematic it's like what <laughs> there'd be riots and looting and pillaging. yeah killing. yeah but yeah uh, i know you want to keep it short so that's my answer yep and then for the final wait what, what what's your opinion on uh oh um yeah, if they're cool, then yes. If not, uh, then no. <laughs> um, that, As a, most things in life. That, yeah. that, that's my simple philosophy. That's the, the safest answer ever. Um, yeah. But, but my, my real answer is if there's love put into it, um, you know, i.e. the Res 2 remake, Yeah. 
then dude go wild have have, yeah. have at it but if there's no love put into it i.e dc res three <laughs> res three <laughs> yeah um then just uh peace off ghost you know um, yeah <laughs> peace off ghost. The, so we had uh we actually had two um two write-ins this week which is really cool the other was from brett banks he said um there's radio bursts from a galaxy 500 million light years away that repeats every 16 days first recorded signal that is repeating discovered by canadians this year and he sent me the link to read the uh it's like a little bit of a article um so i'll just i'll give you guys the the lowdown of it so there's uh things called fbr frbs fast radio burst are bright millisecond duration radio transi- transients originating from extragalactic distances now just reading this i don't know what anything means right like I, words their origin is uh, their origin is unknown. Some FRB sources emit repeat bursts, ruling out cataclysmic origins for those events. Despite searches for period for periodicity in, <laughs> in repeat burst arrival times on timescales from milliseconds to many days, these bursts have hitherto been observed to appear sporadically and through clustered without a regular pattern. And then they just give reports of the patterns that they're um, they're finding. But um, what do you guys think of that? <laughs> it's really out there, but <laughs> yeah, I think there's. Um, a... Let's start. Go ahead, Kale. Oh, I was just gonna say the the it it sounds like in real like the most realistic standpoint is it's probably some form of an echo or something that may have happened, like whether it's a star creation or something far, 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 far away. And we're just getting like this, the few sound bits that have made it through like all the different atmospheres and planets that it may have come across on the way. Um, But one thing that it does, (laughs) I don't know why I bring every episode back to a biblical standpoint, but uh in the Bible, it says like when God created the earth, his, uh, his voice never stopped, but it echoed to the ends, um, which essentially proves the idea of a quote unquote God particle. And that could be like a refraction of that. Just a thought. <laughs> yeah. If the universe is ever expanding, right? Yeah. 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 That's my thoughts. What about you? Smart one. I think there's a couple of possibilities. I think the romanticized version that's super cool to think about is like, oh, there's aliens out there sending out signals. I think that's that's significantly less likely, but I think it's super cool to think about. And if it is real, I, I love the idea of that. I think what's more likely is there is something that is pulsating. Like it has like a, like a, like a sine wave type of uh curve to it so whether that's because it's kind of like the doppler effect where it's getting closer and further away at the same time so if this is we're talking you know light years and light years away but if it's still getting closer and further away by um distances enough to make um the fluctuation happen over whether it be um minutes days or weeks or whatever it is I think that it's possible for that um, the distance or interference in between to slow radiation down. Um, I think it's more likely that it's just something that is a natural, um, has a natural frequency or a natural resonance in nature or in outer space in this case that is reaching us. 
So for example, everything in the world has uh, what's known as a natural resonance frequency, which is the frequency at which if something else is vibrating at that frequency, it will also vibrate at that frequency. It's just a, a frequency in everything, um, like tuning forks. Um, and that's also why the Tacoma Bridge was uh, why <laughs> was an utter failure. Uh, I think that there's something like that in outer space that is producing uh, radiation or uh, frequencies that are reaching us, and it's just a naturally occurring pattern. Like an alien bodies, yeah. So what I'm saying is, aliens are probably real. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Shane, you have such a comprehension of this stuff that I, you could tell me anything, I'd believe you, and like people will be laughing at me because I don't know. But I'm for sure, for sure, the people who understand those things, you probably just spoke relevance to that. But the whole time, this guy's speaking, an idiot. <laughs> the whole time you were speaking, I was humming intergalactic, intergalactic. intergalactic. <laughs> Uh, yeah guys um so that about wraps it up for toast or whatever i just want thanks for sending those questions in yeah thank you caleb let me do my bit um (laughs) if you guys want to leave suggestions i think uh our our facebook page will put out um a poll or a a post every week just saying if there's anything you guys want us to talk about um we'll bring it up here we'll mention your name also, huge thank you to Caleb for putting together all our social media. Yeah, I don't clap, think we thank them. Thanks, uh, Caleb. Good job I with that. Oh, we're on Facebook and, we did, and Instagram, Twitter to come. Um, yeah, so good job. We, we didn't give the shout out last week, but uh, shout out to Sarah Quinlan for making the awesome oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, pictures for our profiles. Um, yeah. You can, if you're interested in getting artwork done, she is available for hire. Um, you can reach her at, at uh, hold on, let me talk while I pull up the Instagram. Is it quinning at life? Yeah, I think there's an underscore in it though. Oh, it's all intergalactic, intergalactic, intergalactic. <laughs> oh, copyright. Yeah, shush. Hush. Wait, is that it's, it's a at thing? quinning at life underscore Q U I N N I N G A T L I F E underscore. And yeah. she'll do artwork for you for yeah. money. For money, we'll also, do art for money. Also, there's Galcast that we uh, we post every week. We talk about video games. Caleb and I. Shane has his YouTube. Just type in Shane Morris on YouTube. Um, not the football player. Things. Not not the football player. A um, bunch of other things, but we'll have time for that in another day. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you on the flippity friggity 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 flip. Bye. Bye.